Now, the rest of the story. One bright September afternoon, 16-year-young Eliza McArdle looked up the hillside path leading into town and beheld a young man. He was shabbily dressed, travel-worn, but something about him intrigued the girl. He stopped to introduce himself. His name was Andy. He was an itinerant tailor, 17 years old. He needed a place to stay. Eliza led him down the road, pointed to a store. The storekeeper, Mr. Armitage, had an empty cabin. Perhaps that would do. Oh, that would be fine, Andy said, and the two parted. By the time she returned home, Eliza's friends had gathered to tease her. What a disreputable-looking young fellow, remarked one. But Eliza chided them. After all, she said, they were making fun of the man whom she would marry one day. Uh-oh. She did. In fact, she did. That's the rest of the story. Life in the picturesque little town of Greenville, Tennessee, was everything Andy had hoped for. He started out making clothing for Mr. Armitage, the storekeeper. When the local tailor retired, Andy took over his business. But the best thing about Greenville for Andy was pretty Eliza McArdle, whom he married the following spring, and who married him despite the flaw of which he was most ashamed. No, not the grinding poverty into which he'd been born, not his lack of education in general, but rather the fact that although he could just barely read, he could not write at all, not even his own name. Now it's two years later, and business is thriving. With the arrival of a son and daughter, the two have become four. The town tailor and his wife are as happy as a young couple could be, except for that solitary insecurity which keeps eating away at Andy. And so one night by the soft firelight, Eliza comes to her 20-year-old husband, placed a warm hand on his shoulder. If he would like, she says, she will teach him to write. Andy smiles, tears gleaming in his eyes. He accepts. And I have here before me the precious remnant of that moment. It's a tailor's account book, carefully preserved, the covers of which are laden with practice signatures in pencil and pen. Awkwardly at first, the letter A, capital A, and then A, N, D, and finally A-N-D-R-E-W, Andrew, almost perfectly scripted with a proud flourish beneath the name. For once upon a time in the autumn of, it was 1826, on a Tennessee hillside nestled between the Cumberlands and the Blue Ridge, an itinerant, ill-educated young tailor met the woman who would make possible a future unimaginably bright, simply teaching him to write. For this was the skill that unlocked the door behind which an eager nation lay waiting. A poor tailor boy who might have remained thus, if not for Eliza's gift. Well... Today, every classroom wall boasts, among the portraits of the presidents of the United States, that of a man you never knew until now, named Andrew Johnson. But now you know the rest of the story.